Cool Sceners, welcome to season number 11 that we have dubbed the WTF season. First movie out of the blocks. We are visiting an old television franchise, but now it's a TV movie from NBC from 1991, Knight Rider 2000. And right now, currently, there is only one way to watch this, and it is currently on Netflix only till November the 30th. Probably somebody will end up putting the whole movie on YouTube, but as of now, Netflix only until November the 30th, 2022. Listen, watch along, or watch and then listen and enjoy the WTF season of the Pool Scene Podcast. I made a promise a very long time ago, a promise to fulfill one man's dream. Let me finish before you say no. Wilton Knight created the foundation in hopes of finding intelligent solutions to violent problems, problems which have changed little in tens if not hundreds of years. That's what's kept me going, Michael. I truly share the same dream. I I wouldn't ask this if there were any other answer. I need you. Come back for the next 30 days until we cement our contract. Then, after that, if you decide to go, I won't say a word. Do you remember what Wilson always said? One man can make a difference. I remember. But that man's not me anymore. Me is fishing, taking care of my Chevy outside. Me is taking advantage of life for a change. Instead of life taking advantage of me. Welcome to the Pool Scene Podcast. Banger season is over. We're jumping the shark this season, covering movies that can be classified in the WTF category. What the fuck? I think we might grant some mercy and cover a few palate cleansers in between all the WTF selections. Well, initially, what we had planned out was nothing but like, what the fuck are we doing? Like a bunch of just pretty inaccessible movies. Yeah and movies that at points may be difficult to get through. So we are going to grant some mercy. We're going to put some other stuff in, in the midst and in the middle, but starting us off on the pool scene podcast, television movie of the week. Yes. We take a nostalgic television franchise that many people love. We strip away most of the things that the people love about it. And we drive pedal to the metal in the wrong direction and miss the point entirely. I'm Kevin. I'm joined by my co-host Jim. Hey now, Jim, as bad as this one is supposed to be, I enjoyed it. So did I like I still have the original the night of this was recorded on VHS tape like with the commercials. So I remembered it. And then when I saw Netflix had it, I had to rewatch it and sitting there watching again. I had to go, Jesus Christ, what the (laughs) hell were they thinking with this? It had the potential of being the next big thing. But that goddamn Baywatch gets in the way. I don't know. It was real bad, but I thought it was in a good way. Follow along. We are covering a 1991 movie that takes place in 2000 based off a television series that ran from 1982 to 1986. We are discussing Knight Rider 2000 (laughs) directed by longtime television director Alan J. Levi. Jim, chime in wherever you'd like. I'm not super familiar with Knight Rider. 
Oh, I am. We're only two years apart, but to me, it was like done by 86. I was born in 83. I don't know. So Knight Rider was a television series that ran from 1982 to 86 on NBC. We have a guy named Michael Knight. Michael Knight, a young loner on a crusade to champion the cause of the innocent, the helpless, the powerless, in the world of criminals who operate above the law. Who was initially Michael Arthur Long. Yes, he uh, he's assisted by his sentient, futuristic, and basically indestructible car. Michael Knight, formerly a police officer named Michael Arthur Long, he was shot in the face. He got plastic surgery and a new name when he was basically adopted by billionaire Wilton Knight. Wilton does this because he wants Michael to be the first agent of his public justice organization called FLAG, or the Foundation for Law and Government. This is where Michael meets his partner Kit, which stands for Knight Industries 2000, which is an AI-equipped Pontiac Firebird Trans Am, and the head of FLAG is Devin Miles. Flag are brought in where, quote, direct action might be the only feasible solution. Oh, yeah. And this sets us up for Knight Rider 2000. While Knight Rider 2000 was a movie, it was a pilot to set up a Knight Rider 2000 spin-off television series from the events of the film. David Hasselhoff, who plays Michael Knight, couldn't be in the series because he was committed to Baywatch. Oh, Jim some, said. you know, crappy show, you know. So strike one is that you don't have your main character. Hasselhoff was signed on to do four of these Knight Rider 2000 made-for-TV movies, but ultimately, without shooting them consecutively, they couldn't make any money, and NBC would not sign on for the other three or for more, thus killing the rebooted series. So what NBC wanted to do is like, listen, you film four in a row, and then we'll release them over the course of time. Yeah, but uh, they said no, so it kind of whole thing died in the water. Jim, I'll let you explain what happened with the original Knight Rider theme and with kit did you know the easiest explanation of why there was an original actor in the pilot episode of knight rider different face wasn't david hasselhoff but they dubbed hasselhoff's voice over him oh so the reason he ended up getting plastic surgery to basically become david hasselhoff in the lore of knight rider wilton knight the head of the knight foundation the old man his son garth with an e was able garth to, with an e garth with an e g-a-r-t-h-e Garth Knight became bad, evil. It was David Hasselhoff with a small John Waters mustache. You find that in a later episode. Incredible. In order for Wilton to feel like his son is still a part of it, when Michael Arthur Long had, you know, his facial reconstructive surgery, he was made to look like Garth Knight with no mustache, meaning he's a good guy. Oh, that's pretty rough. So I wanted to throw that out there. But this movie, this TV movie, uh, the biggest thing missing, well, there's two big things. Number one, there is no 1982 Pontiac Trans Am anymore. The process of when they were making this TV movie, they could not get a General Motor sponsorship. Hence, you don't see an actual Trans Am anymore, the black kit Trans Am, the 82, unless you see it in flashback footage because they couldn't get Pontiac, so they couldn't use a Pontiac. Yeah. So what did they decide to do? Well, we can take a Dodge Stealth, put a Pontiac Banshee body kit on top of it, which was their concept car, the Pontiac Banshee concept, but not say it's a Banshee Pontiac at all, but just put it on top of a Dodge Stealth, paint it red. That's the Night Industries 4000, not using Kit's voice, a.k.a. Principal Feeney, a.k.a. William Daniels. So that's the one big thing. The second big thing is the Knight Rider theme. Iconic. Everyone, you know it. Play a second of it. 
They couldn't get the fucking rights to use that song in a Knight Rider TV movie. So they went to Miami Vice theme song maker Jan Hammer, which what a damn good theme song, and made this very questionable Knight Rider song. No insult to Jan Hammer, but that means nothing when it comes to wow. Knight Rider. You could have made like a knockoff, you know, the vanilla yeah, just ice. Like a, predicted eno- enough other things yeah. for the year 2000. Predict yeah. what 2000 musicals sound like. You could have literally done a vanilla icing where it's like, it's not the same. Yeah, do that. But no. The two big things that encompass Knight Rider, they fucking just said no. All right. So the cool thing about the Knight 4000, the uh, new kit equipped car, is that it ended up making a number of appearances in other things, such as Chips 99. Yeah. Talk about reboot. <laughs> Not Chips 2000. Uh, Power Rangers Time Force. Yep. And as it'll come up a lot on this episode, parked outside Taco Bell and Demolition Man. Yep. So Jim, obviously wasn't any box office because this was a made for TV movie, but please let us know the news and number ones at time of release, along with anything else to share. I don't know if you have a budget or not, but WKBN TV 27 Youngstown, where news is first. This is First News at 11. Knight Rider 2000 came out on May the 19th, 1991 on NBC Sunday night, 9 p.m. time. But, Kevin, before I go any further, somebody left us an amazing five-star pool scener review. All right, great. On Apple, let me read it. The title of it is You'll Never Be Bored. Five stars from JLab787. Kevin and Jim offer a great point of view on the movie podcast. They go deeper than just talking about the movie. They talk about the time frame of when the movie was released. They dive into characters other than the typical ones and so much more. Always a great listen, even if it's a movie I haven't seen. Two thumbs up, two thumbs up emoji. Thank you. JLab787, reach out to us on our Facebook page. Send a little price ski for that. Thank you very much. Claim, claim your prize. Claim it. So, Kevin, I broke down the ratings. I went to page eight on Google. What came <laughs> careful, out? Careful on page eight. I think once you get past seven, it's the dark web. It's the bad dark web. So, in the same time slot on Sunday, May 19th, 1991, Knight Rider was up against A Seduction in Travis County on CBS. A Seduction in Travis County. Yeah. Our Sons on ABC and Married with Children on Fox. Knight Rider 2000 drew 26.9 million viewers. They were top 10 for the week, number four. It also had a 16.1 rating, a 26 share. So it was a big ratings hammer right there for NBC. And the budget of this was $6.5 million. So pretty decent budget for a TV. TV movie at yeah, the time. Right. Speaking of cars, since this Knight Rider is a very car centric TV series, Kevin, did you know the best selling car in 1991 was the Honda Accord? Really? The 91 little, Honda Accord. Early for Honda. Yeah. And you know what? If you still have a 91 Honda Accord with 700,000 miles, still it probably running. still runs. Yep. However, the most popular car was the Ford Taurus. Ford. Have you driven a Ford lately? <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't use a Ford. We can't get GM. Fuck it. We'll use a Ford. He's going to be a truck. The number one selling video game was Sonic the Hedgehog for the Sega Genesis. Now, get Sonic free when you buy a Sega Genesis system at its new price of $149.99.
Makes sense. Blast processing. Now off to the news. Kevin, here's a very interesting news story here. The skin spit skin featuring lesbian, homosexual and heterosexual nude couples caressing is seen by 5000 people in New York City. What? Exactly. That's what it's called. Skin spit in skin. It was a big art exhibit of okay. caressment. 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 The 356 and final episode of CBS's second longest running TV show, Dallas Airs, and it ended up courting 33 million viewers. Wow. So Knight Rider was also up against Dallas. Wow. Shit. Queen Elizabeth II becomes the first British monarch to address both houses of Congress. Thank you, Queenie. Appreciate that. And now over to Kurt Loader and MTV News. Kevin, we have a Eurovision winner once again. Oh, nice. Hi, I'm Kurt Loader with an MTV News Brief. The 36th Eurovision Song Contest. Carola, representing Sweden, wins for singing. Now, for our Swedish pool singers out there, I apologize. I'm about to butcher this. Fangod on and Stormwind. Play a little bit for you right now. All right, the first time I heard that song, I had gym class. I got a diary on the mini trail. <laughs> I heard they were going to use this instead of the Knight Rider theme, but yeah. it didn't make the cut in the end. I didn't really get diarrhea. That's a Wayne's World 2 reference <laughs> for anyone that's confused. <laughs> I've never had diarrhea. Ever. That confirmed. I had diarrhea watching this movie. The one person that even when he gets diarrhea still does the sports. George, how's the diarrhea? Good evening, everybody. I'm George Michael. Welcome to the Sports Machine. A's outfielder Ricky Henderson steals an all-time major league record 939th base and a 7-4 win over his former team, the New York Yankees in Oakland. Ricky Henderson, probably one of the best leadoff men. Yeah. Speaking of baseball, Nolan Ryan, the slugger himself, pitchers an MLB record seventh no-hitter at the age of 44, beating Toronto three to nothing. He is still the oldest to ever throw a no hitter. Also, Oakland Athletic. We're sticking with Oakland because Oakland's big this time. Jose Canseco is seen leaving singer Madonna's apartment. In turn, two nights later, Yankee Stadium fans sing like a virgin to Jose Canseco. Wow. So, Jose, can you see? He saw Madonna's bright early light. All right, I wanted to do something weird because it's now what the fuck season here. Season 11 Pool Scene Podcast. Billboard Top 100 coming in at number 35 from Latour. People are still having sex have you noticed that people are still having sex all the denouncement had absolutely no effect parents and counselors constantly scorned them but people are still having sex and nothing seems to stop them i can guarantee you even post editing never heard this song ever i'm glad I've i've never heard of even latour your 35th ranked movie at the box office a movie i've never heard of maybe you have kevin i doubt it rich girl starring Jill Shonlin, Don Michael Paul, and Sean Kanan. Sean Kemp. No, I haven't. Not that I know. <laughs> the number one movie that week, though, it just couldn't get to What About Bob? Yeah. <laughs> just what, what the fuck 
this rich girl. And that's all that was going on. Cue the Jan Hammer, May 19th, 1991 at 9 p.m. Wow. So rich girl is about a bitch girl that's gone too far. <laughs> Who knows? It doesn't matter anyway. Uh, so I watched this movie, but I don't understand the tagline. He can see through walls, feel the heat in your veins, stop you cold in your tracks and take you beyond your wildest dreams. I'm assuming they're talking Ooh. about Kit. No. <laughs> but who? It sounds like almost a porn movie. It's, let's read it again. Let's read it again. He can see through walls, feel the heat in your veins, stop you cold in your tracks, and take you beyond your wildest dreams. Is this a fucking Terminator? That, it makes no sense. Wow. I really have no idea. That might be that. the most WTF tagline we've ever encountered. Well, perfect for this season. I feel like before we get into the plot, we need a Conan O'Brien in the year 2000. This dude, Thomas Watts, gets released. He's a, a former police officer. He gets released from prison, but not just any prison. A cryo prison. It's always a cryo prison. Just like in Demolition Man, which we covered last season. So Watts pretty much goes directly to, is it an election party or whatever? That's what it seemed and like. And he kills the mayor in front of everyone. I'll do him too, so help me God! Come on! Put him down, please! Then he takes a hostage. I guess this would be the vice mayor, the substitute mayor, the mayor in training, maybe yeah. new mayor elect. So this police officer named Sean McCormick missed all of this action because she went down to her car to get some Tylenol. She sees the masked man Watts escaping with a hostage and appears to shoot him, but he flees. There's a rift between the new mayor and the city council. See, they all agree that the gunman needs to be found, but the councilmen disagree with disarming the police and the cryo prison sidebar all real guns have been melted down they're done this movie shares quite a few similarities with demolition man which this actually predated demolition man so as far as i'm concerned demolition man ripped off yes a made for tv night rider movie i think the councilmen are sadists who want to see prisoners do hard time instead of sleeping through their sentences like that's their complaint is like you know we all get old and live our real lives these people get to sleep off their sentence and then wake up young i don't know so there's this thing called the night found it's a combination of Knight Industries and the Foundation for Law and Government flag. The Knight Foundation think the solution to the city's problems is the Knight 4000. This is like Kit with some new shit. That's the tagline. <laughs> Kit with new shit. It made more sense. It's a nice simulation, but I doubt even that car could have saved Mayor Cottom's life. I'm afraid that's something we'll never know. Well, true, but once completed, I guarantee you'll be quite astonished by what the Knight 4000 can do. Frank Cottom gave me my career. I want whoever's responsible for his death stopped. We all do, Mayor Abbey. And we're your solution. Now, not only do we have a state-of-the-art operations base, but now a vehicle, which is an entire department on wheels. I'm talking a communication center with worldwide links. The latest virtual reality display technology and artificial intelligence superior to the commissioner and all her cops put together. Of course, Michael Knight is brought in to be the test pilot or he's going to test the Kit 4000 prototype. But Michael is pissed because Kit has been dismantled. All right, I had to liquidate certain things to make our balance sheet look good. Otherwise, we would have never landed the franchise. Now, frankly, I never considered Kit an asset to begin with. Oh, 
I see. It's nothing personal, Devin, but the car didn't exactly have fresh oil on the dipstick, if you know what I mean. And with the 4,000 on the way, it hardly seemed worth the price of storage. Yes, hardly. You let this guy actually do this. This guy happens to be your new boss, Mr. Knight. And I'd watch that attitude from now on. I assume you can repurchase the missing components. Most of them, I think. I, mean, I, I was surprised I could sell them at all, but I guess the research facilities found them okay. Shows how up-to-date they are. Look, if you really insist on buying them back, I just don't bother. However, he manages to resurrect Kit's AI unit, and, uh. and Mike's really playing God here. Oh, yeah. Bringing an AI sentient robot from back from the dead. You promised me Kit's body. Yes, I did. I'm afraid he's been recycled. Now, that's just wonderful. You stick me in mothballs for nearly a decade, and then you sell off my parts like I'm inventory from Manny, Moe, and Jack. Ha <laughs> ha! Kit, it's wonderful to hear your voice. I wish I could say the same, Devin, but one of my auditory monitors must have landed in some kid's walkie-talkie. Is that you, Michael? Yeah. You look like crap. Well, so do you, pal. At least I have an excuse. You've obviously gone down the toilet since we split up, Michael. Get a life. I got a life. And a body, too, which is more than I can say for you. Forget my body. Where is my random access? Or my graphics board? I can't even play a round of Pac-Man in here. Are you dating yourself, buddy boy? Pac-Man's in the Smithsonian now. Probably an exhibit or two away from you. Officer McCormick is investigating a crime in progress, and she gets shot by Watts. Unfortunately, they don't show it, but she gets shot in the fucking head. In order to save her life, they basically have to RoboCop her. Yeah. They install a microchip in her brain. She doesn't remember any of the attack or what happened before. We learn that a bunch of police officers are working with Watts to arm criminals with real guns. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to expand. I, like you, believe in the constitutional right for all citizens to bear firearms, not just the criminals. Self-protection was a principle this country was founded on, and I see nothing wrong with continuing that philosophy. While getting very, very rich, selling banned handguns on the black market. Meanwhile, Michael has installed Kit in his Chevy Bel Air. Amazing power you get out of those rodents under the hood. Not to mention the one in the back seat. Wonderful, a car with an attitude. You'd have a disposition too if you suddenly went from state of the art to this. I may not catch every criminal, but I'll sure look good at the drive-in. Kid, there are no more drive-ins. In that case, I'm useless. And Sean quits the police force because basically the police chief was going to let her die instead of authorizing the chip implant. We're happy to see you back, Officer McCormick. You must have plenty of questions. If you'd like, I can ask Andrew. I understand you ordered the plug pulled on me. That isn't perfectly accurate. There were financial considerations at work. My memory might be impaired, but I assure you nothing else is. I want to find the creep who shot me. Reassign me to my old unit. I can't do that. Technically, you shouldn't even have a desk job after what happened. Neither should you, considering your profound lack of judgment. Officer, I really think this Anti-capital punishment for criminals, but pro-euthanasia for your own cops? You know something, Commissioner? You might actually benefit from a bullet in the head as well. McCormick, you have just guaranteed yourself. Don't bother. I quit. 
This is where shit gets even weirder. Sean tries to get a job with the Knight Foundation, and Michael realizes that she has one of Kit's missing cybernetic chips in her head. Kit is able to, like, link up with her, so, like, a, a lay-in party. <laughs> And she gets her the best explanation. <laughs> she gets her memories back and reveals how dirty cops are working with Watts. Watts sends the corrupt cops to kill her, but she escapes. However, Watts ends up kidnapping Devin Miles and uses future technology to scan Devin's mind and find out what he knows. And then he kills him or has him killed, I suppose. Michael puts Kit in the night 4000. Now, Michael and Sean do a bunch of detective type shit. You're supposed to be dead. And you were supposed to be my friend. I made some big mistakes. You can correct them. I know that shooting me couldn't have been your idea, Kurt. In fact, you were the one that saved me. Let me return the favor. I thought I got into this for all the right reasons. Cops were being killed. Killers were getting free. You have evidence in your car, Kurt. With your help, we can shut down the whole operation. Sean, this goes beyond Watts. He has help on the inside. You can't stop this. But maybe I can stop him. They find out the new mayor was basically behind the whole plot of getting the old mayor killed and releasing and hiring Watts. It's like a Scooby-Doo ending. Michael ends up shooting Watts with an ultrasound gun and he falls to his death. The mayor gets incarcerated. Michael retires again. Kit stays with the Knight Foundation to continue to assist with police work. You're really not going to leave me alone with them, are you? He's pig-headed, arrogant, chauvinistic. And I thought we were finally beginning to hit it off. Oh, you two will be fine. Believe me, you are made for each other. You mean of each other. And I still find it reprehensible. Don't start on me, Kit. Bye, Sean. Bye, Michael. You know where to find me if you need me, huh? See you around, partner. Are you sure about this, Michael? Look, I'm not going back to wallow in self-pity, okay? I just want to live out there for the reason I was going out there for in the first place. Which is? To fish. And to fix up this Chevy. It's a simple thing in life, you know? Talk about characters real quick. David Hasselhoff as Michael Knight. William Daniels as the voice of Kit. Carmen Argenziano as Russell Maddock the voice of night 4,000. He's the cop and they chalk it up as some ego thing that they're like, of course the car has your voice. Yeah. He's kind of like the newer Devin, I would say. Eugene Clark as officer Kurt Miller, Francis Goonan, Guinan as Dr. Jeffrey Glassman, Christine Healy as commissioner Ruth Daniels and Mitch Pelegi as Thomas Watts, yeah. Skinner from X-Files. Yeah. We got a cameo from James Doohan who is great. he's an innocent bystander. It's my favorite scene. That, okay. Well, let's, let's just, we'll skip on, any ancillary <laughs> characters and we'll just go right into best scenes jim tell us about the james doing scene all right pal you're under arrest they fit their phases on stun captain i don't like the looks of it michael shall i mirandize him kid it's scotty who star trek you idiot he's james Doohan, the actor who played scotty in the original series and all 10 movies don't tell me you're a closet trekkie the dilithium crystals are fading fast I don't think I can hold them, Mr. Spock. Maddock, I'm very angry about this. You obviously substituted a bogus chip in my memory. I want my old chip back. Please, somebody beam me up. Scotty. 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 It's Scotty from fucking Star Trek who thinks he's Scotty from Star Trek. 
It's so weird. It's as if the director of this film went to a Star Trek convention and went up to Jimmy Doohan and said, hey, would you appear in my Knight Rider NBC movie? I'll give you a hundred bucks. You can drink as much as you want. Just be Scotty. Well, I must have looked down for a second and missed where Kit stuns him. He does. Because like they approach him and he's just, he's Scotty from Star Wars. And I'm thinking, is he drunk? Star Trek. Or what did I say? Star Star Wars. Wars. Uh, (laughs) But I'm like, did is he hammered and they're like literally shit like they're shitting on this guy they're like he stunned a drunk scotty yeah it's so strange this has the potential of being a robocop demolition man star trek cross universe i will say the opening credits are certainly not a best scene as soon as i saw those graphics and like heard the piano notes i was like oh shit i this is what we're in for i have when we see devin miles go to recruit michael knight i came here for two reasons to see an old friend and because I need your help. Devin, I'm not the same person anymore. I gave up that life. I guess I'm on my third one now. Yeah. Michael's got the five o'clock shadow, the Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> All he does is fish and take care of his Chevy. He's living the life, man. He's retired from the uh, from flag. Yeah. He's collecting his, his flag pension. He's like, I just want to get back to fishing. All That's he cares it. about is fishing. Let's bring up something real quick. Before I go to my next and last best scene in best scene is a stretch every scene that involves the sean character just completely ruins this entire movie yeah she is so bad no offense to her but somebody wrote i don't know the name off top my head but i wrote what they wrote out and it's a quote the worst part of the movie was easily the sean mccormick character she has to be one of the most unlikable in quotes action heroes in history and i cannot believe this movie was meant to set up a potential series with sean mccormick as the centerpiece who would want to watch that show yeah bingo she has the charisma of a piece of carpet yeah your best case scenario you didn't have Hasselhoff you're gonna spin this off and you're gonna have her the other guy who's a prick yeah that's like his whole deal in this movie is they just keep criticizing for how much of a prick he is you're gonna pair them up with a new kit yeah and that's the best case scenario. And I'm assuming you could still have William Daniels's voice because I don't think he got into the swing of Boy Meets World yet. So it's no, possible. I think it was early for Boy Meets World. Yeah. I have when the corrupt cops are sent to kill Sean and Kit sacrifices himself. Yeah. Drives off the pier into the water. And then the Chevy Bel Air basically temporarily becomes a submarine. You forget the fact that my Chevy is sinking past a school of bass. There was no alternative. They'll assume you drowned when you don't come up right away. Yeah, and they'll be correct. Despite this car's shortcomings, the passenger compartment happens to be airtight. You have approximately 25 minutes of oxygen remaining. Forget all the nasty things I ever said about you, kid. I'm afraid I already have. What's going on, pal? The rest of the car isn't as watertight. I only have about 30 seconds of voice transmission left. Water gets in your CPU, you're out of here. I know. I guess this is goodbye. I'm sure some of my chips will be salvageable, Sean. Of course, you're welcome to pick and choose. I'll do that. Michael, take care of yourself. And you've got Kit, like, telling them, like, I've got 25 seconds. And... (laughs) 
And Michael's like, I love you, kid. Like, yeah. whatever. It's, and he puts his dick in the cigarette yeah, lighter. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's real. It's like they're trying to pull some, almost like coerce you into this emotional yeah. scene, but it's, it's just not. It's not emotional. No, I did get emotional when you finally hear the voice again. Kid's just in piles. Yeah. And they bring it back to life. And Kid has this complex. Where's my body? What the fuck happened? Yeah. What are you doing, you bastards? But before I go any further, too, because I'm done with best scenes because it, there's a lot of really not good scenes in this movie. Carmen Agenziano is Matic. Yeah. Funny thing about him. Born in Sharon, Pennsylvania, raised in Sharpsville. Well, uh, yeah. Pretty fucking sweet. Hopefully we see him sometime in our gangs. I actually, unfortunately, he actually passed away three years ago. Still may see him in our gangs. That's right. I think he talked to us last week. He's the guy from basketball. Syracuse. So the entire end scene at the mall. Sean, don't do it. He's not worth it. They'll put you away just like they did him. We'll all be old and great. Just about the time he gets out of jail. Not even a day older. Oh, it God. It starts yeah. with Michael and Sean driving the night 4000 down the canal or whatever it is. They're San Antonio. Driving this car down the river. And like, what is with the weird scene when they pull up to the curb and the guys are like smacking the car? Here's the weird thing. You know, when they filmed, they, they filmed at the river walk in San Antonio. Yeah. This fucking car, in quotes, is going through the river. You can't tell these people not to look. So they're yeah. just watching a movie getting made yeah, yeah. but of course they were slapping the car because it's kit we go inside the mall and there's kind of this cat and mouse between the dirty cops and and sean and michael and it ends with a shootout where michael watts has the advantage but michael pulls out an ultrasound gun oh. shoots him he goes over the balcony and lands dead on an escalator going up Ouch. It's very uh, weird. Very, very mall-like. Very mall oh. scene. That's enough being uh, enthusiastic about this movie. Our enthusiasm is through the roof. I think uh, that's about it. I, I don't remember. They did go in the river, but I don't remember a pool in this one or where uh, Mike fishes. I don't Maybe swims there. So let's... <laughs> get out of the pool. Devin, I don't want to be back in Kid again. I want to fish. What about Sequest? So this pool check started as 80s and 90s franchises that should have got Rebooted. movies or reboots, but as it turns out, they already all got movies or reboots. Yeah. Like, I looked. I'm like, Golden Girls. Certainly that didn't get a movie. The yeah. fucking Golden Girls movie. Like everything has. Well, they had like the, like a Golden Hotel. Yeah, they had like everything got rebooted or a new movie or a made for TV movie. And I, I do have one I'll talk about. But yeah, like, I had one. Even I'm like, man, why couldn't we ever get like a Fresh Prince, like Carlton and Will road trip movie yeah. or something like where they go back to Philadelphia? I don't know. It's just everything in the 80s and 90s got rebooted. A lot of it didn't ever should have never ever got rebooted like i had to go super obscure to go let's why not yeah this become but a then movie once it becomes it. that obscure it's yeah, not it's worth too it. much so we switched gears and we are going to talk about things from movies or tv that we wish were real could be places like the shire in middle earth or people like you could wish president mountain dew camacho was the real president of the united states or technology like kit from knight rider jim would you like to go first you want me to go first i'll go first okay so my number fifth one's kind of off the wall so one thing I wish was real was MTV playing music videos 24 hours a okay. day 
seven days a week. It was real. They ripped it away from us like a fucking band-aid. Bring it back. They don't even like to use the word music television anymore. Give me music television. I want my MTV. Okay. Money for nothing and new chicks for free. Mm-hmm. I wish Buckaroo Banzai was real. Oh, Because yes. he's such an anomaly. He's a polymath who's a physicist, rocket scientist, test pilot, and rock star. We have some people who are famous for being smart, and some of these idiots are rich enough to dabble in like everything they just get involved in things they shouldn't we don't have anybody like buckaroo no we don't have like imagine if this guy was real yeah it's like yeah this guy is a he's famous for being so smart but then he also is a rock star not a good one no not at all somebody tried to kill themselves at his concert we could be blue blazers yeah yeah so i don't know i i think it would be cool if buckaroo was real my next one i wish fucking cheers was real i wish there was a bar you went to cheers well i went to the not the at well, the actual cheers, but I want the cheers in the TV show. Okay. Like I walked down those stairs in Boston into, and there's the entire bar, the setup. Everybody knows my name. What did you drink at cheers? Did uh, you get a drink? Yeah, I got like a, I can't remember what beer I got. I tried to get like a, probably a Sam Adams cause it was a Boston beer, but I think I had a Sam I Adams. Naren Gansett. But I'd like to have just go into a bar and like, oh, there's Norm sitting on the corner. There's Cliff. There's Frazier. The weird guy that sits next to Norm. Nobody knows his fucking name, but everybody <laughs> else seems to. And then go upstairs to Melville's for seafood on an important date. I have uh, leaping from quantum leap. Yes. So having the ability to literally be in someone else's shoes. The catch is, unfortunately, not knowing whose shoes each time you leap and yeah. whether you'll ever get home. I mean, that's kind of the whole premise. I mean, you could be a woman. You could but, be anything. But how, I mean, we never really learn in quantum leap, and I know you were doing a rewatch. Do we yeah. ever really learn in quantum leap if there was like consequences? So like, what if the person you leaped into dies? Does Sam die or does he just leap into someone if Sam leapt into somebody and they died, Sam dies. Oh, okay. so that's the consequence. Right. But Plus, yeah. there was this overarching thing where throughout the original run of Quantum Leap, and now they're in the season break of the new one, Sam always thought that leaping was controlled somewhat by yeah. God. Yeah. In this one, they're not talking about that as much, but they're somewhat starting to allude to it. It just, I don't know. It's kind of, it would be fun to be Sam, kind of like solving puzzles every, you know, every time you leap. But kind of like, Sa- Sam never got home. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. But yeah. hopefully in a new one, E shows up. I think Scott Bakula is kind of like leading us on in case they go, we have a story where we finally find you. I hope so. So my next one, I'm a big fan of the West Wing. I wish the Bartlett administration was real. Like, give me fucking Martin Sheen is Josiah Bartlett. An administration that seems to care for what the people wants, health care for all, you know, admits his failings and his wrongdoings, like the the MS cover up and he still got elected president. Just a nice, wholesome government that cares about the people that voted for him and didn't vote for him. It wasn't batshit crazy. And maybe the most far-fetched one we Probably. Like, we're going to talk about time travel and shit, yeah. but instead like having a president who cares about the people may be the most uh, far-fetched one. I have elective memory removal from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I would like to remove 2016 to 2020 from my brain. <laughs> yeah, no uh, shit. I would like to remove certain specific moments from my mind. I think it would help to be able to move on from things. Did you ever like lay in bed and you're like trying to sleep and you're like, well, I'm thinking about an embarrassing thing from when I was nine that no one even else probably ever noticed. But here I am like, oh my God, I could die because of this thing that happened 25
five years ago. Although, so basically you can erase just certain memories as if they didn't happen. Although since this is elective and we live in the United States, I could never afford it anyhow. Oh yeah. I could never go and pay for a uh, We'd have to go to removal. Canada for that. Yeah, I'd have to go to a, a black market surgeon for uh, memory removal. And this is also sort of the same thing for men in black. Oh, the, phaser the neuralizer. Guns, the neuralizer, yeah, where they just like, uh, all right, and look in the neuralizer and then you don't remember, you know, any of whatever recent. Just hopefully they don't implant something saying, you were here eating pastrami, you shit yourself. Yeah. Awake you go. <laughs> My next one warp speed to get from point A to oh. point B in the blink of a light. How fucking great would that oh, be? Oh, that's incredible. Like, especially when I drove to Boston, I would like to have gone through Connecticut as fast as humanly possible. I-84, fuck you. Warp speed would have been great if for us even to get to Mars instead of it being like 18 months to get to Mars. Yeah. We get there in five minutes. Yeah. It'd be, well, that's like, if we it could, might be possible too. We could just have like the, the tunnel train, you know, Elon yeah. Musk fucked us on that because he's pretty much fucked us on everything. Yeah. Because like Japan was like, oh, we'll do that. And then we, Elon Musk was like, no, I hyperloop. Everything's fucking hyperloop. And then meanwhile, boring company hasn't started anything. All no. they did was prevented competitors from doing anything. And here Japan is. They have 25,000 miles of it completed because they just were like, okay, we're going to build that. Imagine going from here to Chicago in 30 minutes. Awesome. Incredible. You could work in Chicago. You could literally like, hey, I really want an authentic Chicago deep dish pizza or I want I want Pequod's. I could just <laughs> literally get in a fucking tunnel, yeah. go 30 minutes, get a Pequod's pizza and go home. I'll you want to go to Chicago for dinner? Yeah. Want to go to Los Angeles? So about an hour and a half? Yeah. All right. My number two, we talked about it before, the squid from Strange Days. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with Philo Gant. But be, no, but come be, on. But being able to play, like do the playback videos as if you were actually experiencing them. So whatever you play back, you can see, feel, taste, touch here. It has endless applications. And it was so close to being my number one because like, think of your happiest memories. Imagine you were having a bad day and you could literally relive your happiest moments like if they were recorded you could put a disc in and you could literally you know go back and spend time with someone who's passed on or yeah. like whatever it is you could sell a copy of it to someone else to experience it almost borders in like total recall territory where you could have like a real vacation in your mind without leaving your house but you could try anything without consequences like without actually doing it you could just do the wiretap version just don't hit play without having a disc in your player or you'll fry your brain yeah but like you could literally anything you wanted to do, you could buy a disc of it and experience it. It'd be awesome. It'd be, I, I just unbelievable. I could think of a hundred applications right off the top of my head. That would be amazing. But we'd have to get the black market bootleg version. Cause we couldn't afford the official version. Oh, probably not. So my number one, of course, I think it's the coup de gras is time travel. Yeah. Now a lot of people said it's happened, you know, time travel. You going with time travel from any specific thing, <laughs> any specific means of time travel. Are you going Delores? Are you going? I think a car like would be the best, the most fun way to do it. Okay. Um, especially if you had to get it up to 88. Then again, if you look at it like 88 miles an hour, not really isn't that much. It should be a challenge to get to hot where you need to go. Hot tub, time hot tub time machine. I don't know. It would be nice to like, and not to sound sentimental, like, but maybe, you know, go back and see my grandfather before he died. You know, maybe talk to my mom before she passed or even go back to historical events. But you have to remember if you interfere with the flow of time, there 
there will be consequences. Like if you go back and stop Lee Harvey Oswald, maybe yeah, things it's the change. Whole Flashpoint. Kill, it's the whole kill baby Hitler thing. Yeah. Have you ever watched About Time? I don't think so. God, that movie makes me fucking ball. It's about uh, a dude, and and I think I've, I've talked to you about it and stuff, and uh, I'm going to spoil it a bit. So it's about this dude, and he basically can time travel, but he finds out it's a hereditary trait for the men in his family. So interesting. But, but there's like rule and it's a it's a romantic comedy. Okay. So like he time travels to like who's in this? It's Dom Hall Gleason, Bill okay. Nye, Rachel McAdams. Okay. He uses it. So his dad basically it's it's almost like the teen wolf scene where it's like when Michael J. Fox finds out he's a werewolf and his he opens the door and his dad's a werewolf. It's almost like it's weird, that. It's yeah. like Dom Hall Gleason finds out he can time travel and his dad's kind of just like, well of course you can because all the men in the family have this ability. And he basically tells his son, don't use it for money or fame, which is a great advice. But basically the rules of time travel, you can only travel so far back and forth and stuff, but there's a moment and I'm getting chills. I'm going to cry thinking about it where he knows it's the last time he can visit his dad. Oh, okay. And he, he taught and he says, this, this is the last time. Right. His dad says, yeah. And so he just knew he, well, he knows because of the rules of time travel, because you can only go so far back or so many times or something. God, that that's, I've always me. wondered like if it was possible, say I went back and I saw my grandfather died when I was six. So say if I went back, say a couple months before my grandfather died, do you think like paternal instinct would know that he's talking to me at 41? I've always yeah, wondered about I mean, that. We should write a movie about that. Like, no I one, feel no like my mom would know yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. No one steal that. So, well, they have that. What's that? Uh, was it the Sam project? That's Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And it's kind of that premise. Like he goes back and is adult to help his child self. And his, he knows that yeah. it's him. My number one, it seemed like the ultimate, the easiest slam dunk. Houdini's golden ticket from last action hero. Oh, yeah. So this allows me to do literally everything that we talked about on this list. I could go inside any movie, any TV show and play around in that universe, hang out with a Navi and avatar that looks like the girl doctor the doctors <laughs> but uh, that's Jim's best joke, joke ever but what I'd really like to do is induce some chaos so I'd retrieve Billy Joel from a concert movie you son of a bitch I'd put him in the Friends universe and then I'd release like an orc army or something from <laughs> Lord of the Rings and like take that Ross uh, but yeah, you could basically like, again, go like how you could experience anything, you know, from strange days with the squid. This is like, I just go in any movie I want and do whatever I want to do. And it could be animated. It could be whatever. It'd yeah. be awesome. So what if I, I got you Billy Joel tickets for Christmas? Paramount. <laughs> You can't afford the fees. I know that. That's a good point. Yeah, Ticketmaster, Jesus Christ. Right. Stuff with Taylor Swift. What a clusterfuck. Yeah, disaster. So some honorable mentions. Uh, you want to go to the Peach Pit from Beverly Hills 90210? I thought about that. Or Merlots from True Blood. Oh, God. The danger of that, though, like, go to a bar where there's werewolves and vampires and shit. You're probably... Suck it. Not Suck it. I'm a vampire. Or Fatelli's restaurant from Goonies. You oh, want to great. get some you call this water? Yeah. <laughs> or the Max from Saved by the Bell. DeLorean, I mentioned that. In the Venture Bros cartoon, they have learning beds. So basically, I wish those were real because basically like Demolition Man, it just teaches you while you sleep. So you don't even need to go to school because you get your entire education while you sleep. The ultimate dream. That's amazing. NZT48 from Limitless, a drug that allows you to use more of your brain, thus allowing you limitless capabilities. At first, I was like, the cloning technology from Multiplicity. And then I was like, 
No. no. Hey, Steve. <laughs> Don't eat a dolphin. <laughs> the problem with the drug in Limitless is that after using it, you experience time jumps where you lose gaps to your memory. I don't want to do that. And then before we move on, when we were going with our original pool check concept, I thought of this one. And I, Jim, I don't think you'll like it. Okay. But... I want to make a cool new series, Gritty Realistic Slant, WKRP in Cincinnati, Ooh. but present day where radio's dead. Oh. So it covers a radio station basically just trying to hang on and like the people who work at a radio station going down with a sinking ship yeah. that is radio. Okay. And then it probably ends with all of them just like switching to podcasts. I was going to say WKRP podcast. Yeah. They all just are like, okay, I'm starting a, starting a podcast. Instead. Dude, I had one and it's like, I, for some reason it was stuck in my head and I'm like, would it be cool? if they did a reboot or like a where are they now like reunion show and it was california dreams yeah it was stuck in my head and that's the only thing i could get out i'm like i wonder what they would be up to now like you'd think the lead singer that big brother is still pumping out christian music or something like that and maybe two of them did like a b44 thing so with all of these things we're discussing we get real crazy so like what if we took houdini's golden ticket and we went into like back to the future and we got the delorean all right then we took that DeLorean into like California dreams <laughs> and, then, and then we used the time machine. Yeah. And you could see the future. Like, so basically you could take a time machine into any movie and find out the future of that universe. Oh, how sweet would that That's be? That's pretty awesome. That'd be kind of cool. If we like did like a swim meet series episode, like a, what if, what do we think? Yeah. What if we did that? And what do we think the future of any given, what happens to the friends characters after they're all eaten by orcs? <laughs> I'll be happy. That's what happens. All right, everybody, let's get back in the pool. Kick, go! Oh, wow. No wonder your battery's drained. Oh, hey, how's the game going? Uh, We're ahead, 14 zip, at the beginning of the third. It's uh, a kit from Radio Shack. Critical question. Would you ever want a fully autonomous vehicle? Would you miss driving? Here's the problem I have. And it looks like I forget what company came out and said they're abandoning their autonomous vehicle program because there's just too many variables where you're depending on GPS to navigate the car. And if there's some sort of magnetic storm from the sun, it's going to fuck up the navigation. Next thing you know, you're sleeping. Next thing you know, you're in the fucking smashed ruins of a car to just plow into a truck. No, I need to be able to control my own automobile doesn't want to talk to me i'm cool with that kid had the ability michael could drive kick a talk shoot the shit i'm fine with that but no i want to be able to have complete control my car is a little bit too autonomous like it still drives me nuts when i'm like no i want to be here and then it's like no i will pull you over here i hate that i think about it i'm like okay this weekend i'm driving to pittsburgh about an hour and 40 minute drive to where i'm going i would love to just turn my car on put in the gps and just like take a nap yeah, or shave, <laughs> shave in my car, <laughs> just whatever, dick around on my phone, whatever it is. And like for an hour and 40 minutes, watch a movie, hour, 40 minutes. And then I'm there. That would be amazing. Yeah. But like, what if, I mean, we all kind of do it and I'm not advocating for it, but like, it's like you said, you lose out on those variables. Like I'm trying to get to Cleveland or Pittsburgh or Columbus. I want to make up a little bit of time. You know, I'm going to go yeah. 75, 78 in a 70 and make up a little bit of time. Your car is not going to do that. If it says an hour and 40, that's the best it's going to be not counting for traffic or anything like that. Your car is not going to make up any time. It's not because I wouldn't hold up in court saying you got a speeding ticket, but you can say my car was yeah. driving. 
driving. Or so it's that thing where it's like, what if a car is making a left turn and you get in the right lane to go around and go straight or vice versa? Like your car is not going to do that. Yeah. Your car is going to sit there and wait for all the cars going left. I don't know. I think if they worked out all the bugs, it'd be great to just sit back and let your car drive you somewhere. But for now, not quite there. Let's get a guy that I don't want near a car. I don't want his, I don't want to brought back his AI. I don't want any of that. It's Mr. David McCall. Hey, Michael. Michael, you're going to turn left here, okay? If you don't turn any left any faster, I'm going to fucking kill you. It all could have been different, Mr. Walker. You should have allowed nature to take its course. Yeah. It breaks me every time. <laughs> Maybe Marky Mark will be at Wahlburgers when it opens at the Austin Duck Casino. I doubt it. I would love it. We're going to get that wall. You think Paul? We're going to get a Wahlberg we don't even know about. We're going to get like Steve Wahlberg. Jansen Wahlberg. Jansen Wahlberg. We don't even know who we're getting. Get him on Uh, the podcast. So that whole thing, we're getting the Wahlbergers, but it's not going to have a separate entrance. It's literally going to be inside the casino. You have to walk in. Yeah. So like, I can't take the kids, which I saw people writing it down on Facebook. They're like, is it going to be a separate building? Like, no, it's going to be, I can't take my kids through there. No, no, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. I thought maybe it was going to go like a standalone in front of the casino or I thought maybe they would do an entrance from outside. There's enough room out there. You think they could build an adjacent building? Yeah. So no. Just take the kids through the smoking area. You're fine. All right. Logic. Everything. Uh, Everything in the whole movie. (laughs) Uh, When Watts is going up the tower to assassinate the mayor, he gets out of the car in all black, black gloves on, gun in hand, but does not put a ski mask on until he's in the elevator. That seems like bad strategy to not getting caught. You would think. It's like he thought about the gloves, the gun, all of that, but like like, didn't do anything until it's weird. The big overarching one, Scotty. I mean, I can't get <laughs> off of this. Why in God's name is how, why is Scotty chief engineer Montgomery Scott in Knight Rider 2000? I need to know why, how, please. Yes. What? There's why? Scotty wasn't in the TV show. He wasn't in Knight Rider episode. No, he's just there because, God, because they could. Damn it. Uh, the ultrasound gun. Like I love their vision of the future. We've, we've talked about this a lot. Nine years into the future. Yeah. We've talked about this a lot in the past. Like I'm a sucker for old movies that try to predict future technology. This has a lot of it. Oh, it does. The cryo prison, the ultrasound guns, the cars, like, you know, a bunch of it. Chevy Beretta cop cars. Oh yeah. And Chevy. What is that? Lumina van. Here's the thing I never understood, and they did this in RoboCop. A lot of them were obsessed. A lot of TV shows were obsessed with the Chevy Beretta as a cop car. Here's the problem. It's a coupe. Yeah. It's two doors. Right. So you're going to have to shove the perp <laughs> into the back seat. Hey, man, uh, put your head down. I got to push you. I got to hit this button to put the seat up. Fucking seat doesn't go up far uh, enough. Well, how about a Chevy Lumina? Those wedge looking vans. That was always considered the future vehicle when that wow. came out. It's a hideous van. Mm-hmm. What happened to Sean that inserting a microchip in her brain would save her life? She got shot in the fucking head. She's she dead. Shot in the head, but somehow a microchip fixed it. I don't get you get shot in the head. That's almost instantaneous yeah. brain death. No amount of oxygen is going to keep the rest of your body alive. You're done. There's no function. I have I, what? Yeah. What could a microchip do? You are Steve from multiplicity. Is a microchip like operating her organs and <laughs> allowing her. You know what I mean? Like they've replaced her brain with a computer and then all the organs still work. I don't know. Now do a deep cut since it's a partial like kits, like memories and stuff like that. It would have been interesting if that chip also had the ability to turn her into super pursuit mode from the TV show show when all of a sudden all these things would come out of Kit's trans body in order to go yeah. 370 miles an hour. That'd be funny if she just started well, transforming. It, you know, it's weird because they almost 
had a failed opportunity because at first when she first gets the computer chip and we see her rattling off all this math and shit we're like okay she's like a human computer i would watch a show where there's like a fucking ai car a human computer and just some human asshole because the guy is he's a prick but like they have like one scene of her acting robotic and then after that she's just back to being here's the problem she's acting robotic because she is robotic in real life that's her (laughs) acting there's no emotion Michael is streaming a football game in his car. That's still not quite here, but they predicted a possible technology just about 25 years early. Yeah. We're probably not very far off because you can stream a football game on your phone and you can do things in your car. So it's possible now. It's just that they probably don't want to give you the capability to stream a football game on your car. The one thing I never understood when it came to movies like this, especially like mid to late 80s, early 90s, they expected such a jump in technology within 10 years. Yeah. It blows my mind. Well, right, right. It's not like 30 years. No, at least with Back to the Future Part 2, they're like, oh, 30 years from now, we'll have flying cars and the Cubs will win the World Series. Well, they got one right, unfortunately. But why in such a short amount of time they thought there was just going to be this generational leap? Uh, Why do so many cops get to leave work at the same time? Or like, why is their shift end at the same time? That cop locker room is packed. It's huge. It's the locker room from the mall and shopping mall. Yeah, they are all, it's packed. There's a ton of cops in there. Do you like the cop with the the girl with the blonde flat top? The Howie Long? Yeah, she's a... The badass? Yeah, yeah, she's like a Sharon Stone type. Yeah. She does the disguise scene yeah, she does which like so when sean goes out to check on this crime in progress you've got you know she stops this person who's real strange looking but you can't quite put your finger on why they're so strange looking and she pulls off the mustache and the hair and stuff and then it reveals that it's it's the flat top cop yeah you got a good partner just don't blow it out there and you'll be fine honey. flat top cop i love flat top cop kit with shit uh <laughs> kid shits kit That's with the shit. future <laughs> a kid shits that virtual uh, reality mode on the night 4000 oh it's awful. fucking wild it's like oh, it's, so it's like putting a virtual boy overlay on the inside windshield to uh, make driving look like a video game and then they don't swerve for the deer nope there's a deer in the road and they don't swerve and uh before i forget also everyone you've made it this far this movie's on netflix for until the 30th until the 30th so this episode will come out on the 21st you've got nine days to go watch this movie also so real quick fact here in the original TV series, you would see Kit do turbo boost where Kit would be able to jump. However, in this, because the budget was limited, they had one car. So there were no turbo boost scenes of the night 4000 because it would wreck the fiberglass body. They shoved on top of a Dodge stealth. Nice. Another thing that a Knight Rider movie did not contain. Watts was convicted in 1998. So in this universe, handguns were already banned by then because his crime was related to guns. They were predicting by 1998, no real guns would exist if only. Yeah. Maybe I missed this. How did Michael say kit from being underwater so i mentioned the scene there was no like there was no scene showing him like recovering nope kit's parts or anything he said his goodbyes but then i we never see him i literally think they just pulled the whole thing out and they just dried him out (laughs) oh no they didn't i thought they took the chip out of sean's brain but that would kill her we would have been great off if they would have done that (laughs) we need the chip back sean get the fuck in (laughs) explain how kit is equipped with a printer where is the paper and ink 
Because while they're driving down the road, they're printing the sign. So they have internet. Yeah. But they're uh, Wi-Fi. Yeah, they have Wi-Fi because they are, they somehow have located the records where the mayor signed off on releasing Watts from prison, but Kit prints it out of his dashboard. So like, how does he have ink in a printer? Michael, I'm out of ink. Uh, Kit, we're going to have to go to Staples. We need to do something. The cop that uh, shoots at Sean on site. You have a ton of logic. I do. (laughs) In the mall. So they're like kind of creeping around stealth mode, looking for, uh, trying to end this thing, looking for Watts. The cop just sees Sean and just shoots at her in the middle of the mall. Whatever. Yeah, it's awesome. He shoots her in the shoulder. Selective ultrasound. And then my final one, since you're complaining about how much I'm not complaining. I think it's hilarious. Sean steals that lady's wig. Yeah. And then like fights the Sharon Stone lady. It's not a great wig. Flat top cop. She fights her. She pulls the lady's wig off, but like hides out, fights the lady and gives her wig, puts her wig back on the lady's head. I would like to think at this mall, like I said previously, when they were doing a river walk and the night 4,000 was in the water, I'm hoping the crowd in this mall had no prompting that they were filming a movie. So they were just caught off guard. Yeah. Where, Wait, fucking Baywatch guy is fighting this perp. I will bet you that that crowd was not prompted. They were filming a movie in this. You're probably right. Uh, Jim, I'll kick it off to you. What's the legacy of this movie? So since this didn't turn into a four movie series and it just fell apart because of some TV show called Baywatch and a horrible actor that this Sean, what's her, I don't even know what her name is. There was a very limited run TV series called Knight Rider 2010 okay which you would think would have some sort of attachment to Knight Rider 2000 or the original not at all there's no AI cars there's, there's no AI cars that's like the Knight Foundation doesn't really exist there's they're called Team Knight Rider they are kind of like an offshoot of the Foundation for Law and Government but they're more of a law enforcement type entity you have like glaring passages to Michael Knight in Kit but that's it there is really no attachment to the TV series or this movie. Guess what? Weird. Didn't last very long. Oh. Not a surprise. Wow. That's that's something. This, I mean, to me, this is one of those movies, and we don't have a lot of these, where there's almost no legacy. There's none. Like, wouldn't it be fine if this movie was forgotten? I don't think. Like, there's nothing about this movie that really needs to be documented. Like, it doesn't add to the original Knight Rider no. series. It didn't launch. You know, it was failed at launching a new series. This movie could just disappear and nobody would be any worse for it. The funny thing is though, and as much as I make fun of the fact that the Knight Rider theme is not in this, the last time I saw this movie was when it came out all the way in 91. The first thing I thought of was the jingle from this movie. It's identifiable, but more of an identifiable, like what the fuck is this a Knight Rider theme for? Yeah. And I remember it for that, the song, that's it. And that's not a glaring thumbs up at all for it. All right. Well, stick around for some plugs. Pool Sceners, once again, thank you for listening to this episode of the show. And don't forget, as always, like, comment, subscribe, rate, and follow Apple, Spotify, and Podbean. You leave us a five-star review and we read it on the air, we'll send you out a bit of a prize. Also, don't forget, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. You guys are unsure how to get there? We have a one-stop shop now, and it's called Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash pool scene podcast if you guys would like to contribute to the show in any way help for future content maybe even put it towards a cup of coffee for us there is a link at the top of the link tree that will send you to basically a tip jar we love you guys and thank you once again and now back to kevin all right we've got our own artificial intelligence here it's final app guy yeah the final lap. <laughs>
quick, I'll, I'll start us off and quickly say John Aniston, Victor from Days of Our Lives, died. So not to be confused with Victor Newman from Young and the Restless, John acted in a number of things, but made his first soap opera appearance starting in 1970. Eventually rejoined Days of Our Lives in 1985, where he played Victor for the last 37 years straight. What I never knew at all, he was Jennifer <laughs> Aniston's dad. Speaking of friends, your favorite TV somewhere show. she's getting her face ripped off by an orc or the uh, <laughs> Lich King or one of those tree monsters, yeah. one of those Lord of the Rings things. Kevin, I have to tell you, Atreides! Atreides! I saw Dune. I finally saw it. I broke down. I got excited because how excited you were about Dune. Never saw the original. Watched it with my old man last night. Of course, my dad the whole time was like, I'm fucking lost. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. It's all over the place. It's a lot to take yeah. in for a first time viewer. And I will say somebody who knew nothing of Dune. I mean, you said you just yeah. remember seeing the original as a kid, but nothing yeah. really stayed in. I kind of had to make it basic and associate it with like Star Wars. Yeah. Like Paul Atreides is Luke Skywalker. He is the gap between the House Harkonnen and House Atreides. Somehow in the greater picture of things, he's going to bring both of these clans together. Well, kind of. He's going to kind of, I think, unite with the Fremen to fight the, the Harkonnen. F- because I think secretly he is Fremen. Or yeah. he's half Fremen. Well, he's the, the dreams. Yeah. yeah. But I really enjoyed it. Dennis Villeneuve, or Denis Villeneuve, knows how to make a movie look amazing. Beautiful. Blade Runner 2049. I didn't really care for it. Man, did it look gorgeous. Yeah. Dune looked incredible. Also, the one thing I couldn't get over with Dune is there's no way that Timothy Chalamet is Oscar Isaac's son. There's really not that much of an age gap, but the acting was great. Fucking Duncan Idaho. I liked him better than Aquaman. I thought there was some amazing performances in this movie. Stellan Skarsgård, some fucking warm, a warm teleport teleporter a warm looking son of a bitch he's and he's just fucking hungry all the time i love it dude he loves is. to eat he's not he's always eating which is great and he's in some sort of black oil pool yeah that's how you to recover there's there's so much lore again like i gotta look and research is, june has been considered to be like an unfilmable movie because of how much lore now in my opinion because of how much lore it would have made a great prestige tv series we've talked about that before yeah it's Speaking of something with lore, Kevin, also greenlit production on Goonies 2. Oh. Why do we, maybe it's getting greenlit because of Jonathan Kikwan's yeah. performance in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Maybe that's why a lot of people are like, oh, maybe we can do something with this because everybody seems to want to come back and interested, which is cool. That movie's fucking incredible. I think about it every day. <laughs> But does that not going to ruin the mystique of the Goonies? Like, what are they going to do 30 plus years later? It's going to be Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I loved Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's going to be all the Goonies are grown. They live in the goondocks. They've all got their own kids. Kids. And they're going to go on their kids. So what it's going to be, I'm just going to predict it right here. Their kids will go on their own adventure to find whatever. And then the parents will be behind trying to find the kids. Yeah. And it'll the parents will be on their own adventure basically until they all link. How up. great would it be if the past, what are we at? Almost nearly 40 years. What if they just let, remember at the end of Goonies where one-eyed Willie's ship. Yeah. Just for the past 40 years, they just let it go. It's just been floating in the it, ocean. It, it's been floating in the ocean. It came ashore in Taiwan and the Chinese are going to try to claim it. Maybe there's going to be some sort of world war over the Goonies. I don't know. World I, war Goonies. World war Goonies. Movie. I hope that if they do 
do this. They don't ruin what was so amazing of our childhood in that movie. Well, you just have to let you just have to let them not ruin it for you. I hope not, because that's what happens with a lot of these. They they we've talked a lot on this episode oh, about yeah. reboots and and movies made for stuff. And in this, unless they've really got this amazing script, there is no need for it to happen. Not at all. Unless like truly everyone is on board. Carrie Green, you know, Sean Astin, Sean Astin James Brolin, James Brolin, Feldman. It's got to be everybody. They all need to be there. Got to be everybody. And Cindy Lauper. Lauper. Goonies are still good enough. Uh, so I'll, I'll go out on this. Do you got anything else you want to mention? No, I'll go good. out on this. So this year we put my daughter in cheerleading because she wanted to do it. She's done soccer. She's done dance. She's done gymnastics. And she's liked parts of each, but like really didn't find her thing until cheerleading. She loves it. I was opposed to this because one, we paid like something like four or $500 up front. Just ridiculous. And that paid for like the cost, like the, the outfits, the costume, whatever. And then it's four days a week she's seven it's four days a week it's all like ha- the second half of the summer it's it's a very big commitment and then um you go to the games you have to pay to get in the games which so, you think would be free you think would be free this is where our story goes a little bit awry when we and I hope I don't break any news here, but when we went, we had to sell a fundraiser and ultimately the fundraiser is just to raise funds towards the banquet and stuff. And we had to sell those fucking coupon books that nobody wants. Nobody does. Cause what they're usually for specific locations. They don't really help you that much. Like what is the point of this? You're never going to make your money back. When we went to turn in our money for the coupon books we had sold, they were like, I'm sorry, you have to sell a minimum of a hundred dollars. And we we're like, what? And they're like, it's, you got to sell a hundred dollars. You can't come to the banquet and we're like what do you mean we can't come to the banquet and they're like 100 bucks and we're like well why didn't you just tell us yeah. it's 100 bucks to go to the banquet i'll just pay it and on top of it you have to buy tickets to the banquet for parents it's 25 dollars per parent so jesus it was going to be a hundred dollars in fundraising a pyramid scheme yes plus 25 dollars each well, we went to one game and within two minutes of the first quarter, it got rained out and we leave. They reschedule the game. When they reschedule the game, everybody said, hey, I paid to get in that last game and I was here for two minutes and got rained out. And they said, tough luck. We don't know who paid and who didn't. And they don't give out tickets or anything. So they said, you have to pay again. <laughs> so everybody's like, why wouldn't the makeup game just be free? Yeah. And they're like, well, we don't know who was in here. It's like, how many more people are going to come? It's like <laughs> the hundred people who came the first time. It's not like the set, the makeup game is going have 700 people so it kind of bullshit getting a little fishy so after the um the banquet thing some of the parents started to complain to the league and the league was like yeah that's not right if you do if you show up to practices in the games and everything you have the right to go to the banquet whether you sell enough or not so everybody's like okay that's raising some eyebrows a little fishy sidebar there was this whole thing where the news got involved the older age group that my daughter's not in, they forfeited a game supposedly because one of the coaches on the opposing team at one point in the past had a gun charge on his record. Fuck. So they decided we're not going to show up to this game at all because one guy had a gun charge. Who knows when? So because of that, the league made them since they forfeited the, they weren't eligible for the playoffs that turned in this whole thing. Apparently there were, they were accusing each other of racism and stuff. So the whole thing. Well, we have, 
friends who are parents at other boardmen, other cities that are teams in our league. They've all had their banquets already. We haven't even had an announcement. <laughs> oh, man. So last Saturday at like 10 p.m. on Saturday night, they announced, we're sorry, there's no money. We can't have a banquet. We're having a tailgate, they called it. Outdoors this upcoming Sunday. Great. Weather's at the perfect. At the practice field. Haven't money already gone towards this banquet? And so everyone's first thought was, where is the money? Yeah. And they're like, it, it's all gone. And it's all like, gone. They're like, what? The concession stand is for profit. It's volunteered parents. The somebody pocketed the this only money. expenses they have are like mowing the fields. It's there's no explanation for. I mean, they probably pay a fee to the league or whatever, but it's not going to be that much. The amount of people, like my daughter's group alone in the fundraiser, raised over ten thousand dollars, and that doesn't count the other age groups and the football players. So everybody starts blowing up this Facebook group. They start to block their comments and oh. ban them and kick them out of the group. Yeah. Up, something's fishy. Somebody and everybody's took the money. like, what is happening? And we get a text message that someone is being investigated for fraud. There it is. And I'm like, you could have like going back five months, like whatever it is, I yeah. could have told you that because it's not adding up. Like Boardman, they paid their initial fee. They didn't pay any extra money. They were given like track suits. They were given a commemorative t-shirt. They for rolled the out the red carpet. They did everything for these kids. We paid money and keep paying money and get nothing. So it's like, where's this money going? Well, another update since then, all these parents were pissed. So they posted something. They're like, listen, we hear you loud and clear. It's going to take a little bit of time, but we're going to have a banquet, a banquet after all. So when? Well, I don't know if maybe the person fessed up and was like, listen, I stole all this money. I got $50,000, whatever it is. Yeah. And they were like, listen, we're turning you into the police unless you fork it over. Whatever. I, I don't know. So we're going to have a banquet. What? Jeez. I, it's cheerleading. The thing, exactly. Like <laughs> my daughter enjoys Jesus. this and yeah. we're considering not even like putting her in it next year. Cause we're like, this is too much. There's already like politics with the parents. It's the parents who ruined all of these things. Yeah. It's never the kids. The kids are just there to play and meet friends. And That's all they want to do. And it's the parents that ruin it, ruin everything. And in this case, it's just like at this point, see if she'll want to join the Girl Scouts. Yeah, it's depri- Well, there's probably some issue in that, too. Yeah, so it's just like everything. So sorry, pool sceners for the uh, <laughs> rant, the long rant. But God, I mean, this is that's a public service announcement. Awful. Don't steal money from the league. I thought it was going to be no cheerleading. No, cheerleading. stop it now. Go to, you know, go to Arrakis. Take the spice. <laughs> thought you were going to say go to Iraq. Go to Iraq. <laughs> Drill for oil. Get some spice. Get some spice. We got the World Cup coming up uh, this week. And then uh, next week, which that has nothing to do with the podcast, but then no. next week we are going to do maybe my favorite WTF movie. I cannot wait for this. And um, we're going to cover the, not the Firefly series related Serenity, but the 2019 movie starring Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway called Serenity. I urge all you pool sceners out there, if you're going to watch the movie prior to listening to our episode, do not listen, like, do not read anything about it. Just turn the movie on. Hour and 40 minutes, I think it is. Just ride it out. Do the hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then send your hate mail to me. Yeah. Because you're going to be extremely mad at me for telling you to do that. Welcome to What the Fuck Season 11, yes. pool sceners. Until next week. What the fuck?